0: Welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. In this podcast, we take a reading from Scripture each day. We look at the background material to that passage and also application for us. Once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word podcast. Our reading today comes from 2 Samuel chapter 10. If you remember in 2 Samuel chapter 9, David shows kindness to Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was the son of Jonathan who was lame in his feet. And because of the kindness of Jonathan that he had shown to David, David is faithful to his covenant to Jonathan and shows goodness and kindness to Mephibosheth. He brings Mephibosheth into his own home, puts him at his table, and treats him as as his own child. In this story today, in chapter 10, we're going to see the loving kindness of David again. David is going to remember the goodness of a father and try to return kindness to the son but you're going to get a complete opposite reaction than what you got in chapter 9. Many scholars connect these two chapters, that there's a lot of similarity. And the similarities would be, a father was good to David, was kind to David, and David chose kindness to their son and offspring. In the story of Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth accepts this kindness and pays homage to David and is humble before him and comes into his household. In this story today, there was a, a man by the name of Nahash, Nahash was the king of the Ammonites. And when David was on the run from Saul, Nahash showed kindness to David and gave David refuge. Nahash showed great shrewdness and wisdom because he knew David would be king of Israel one day. And so to form an alliance with David would be really smart. So he was a wise king of the Ammonites. Nahash dies and David gets word that his friend has passed away. His friend his son has come to power, Hanun. So Nahash's son, Nahun, is now, Hanun is the the king of Ammonites. Edit. Hanun is now the king of the Ammonites. He is the son of Nahash. So David wants to show kindness to this son because of the goodness of his father, Nahash. But you'll notice that the kindness, the act of kindness is rejected by Hanun. So let's read the story through. This is Second Samuel chapter 10. After this, the king of the Ammonites died and Hanun, his son, reigned in his place. And David said, I will deal loyally with Hanun, the son of Nahash, as his father dealt loyally with me. So David sent by his servants to console him concerning his father. And David's servants came into the land of the Ammonites. But the princes of the Ammonites said to Hanun their lord, Do you think because David has sent comforters to you that he is honoring your father? Has not David sent his servants to you to search the city and to spy it out and to overthrow it? Sinun took David's servants and shaved off half the beard of each and cut off their garments in the middle at their hips and sent them away. When it was told David, he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, Remain at Jericho until your beards have grown and then return. When the Ammonites saw what that they had become a stench to David. The Ammonites sent and hired the Syrians of Beth Rehob and the Syrians of Zobah, 20,000 foot soldiers, and the king of with 1,000 men, and the men of Tob 12,000 men. And when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the hosts of the mighty men. And the Ammonites came out and drew up in battle array at the entrance of the gate, and the Syrians of Zobah and Rehob and the men of Tob and Maka were by themselves in the open country. When Joab saw that the battle was set against him, both in front and in the rear, he chose some of the best men of Israel and arrayed them against the Syrians. The rest of his men he put in the charge of Abishai, his brother, and he arrayed them against the Ammonites. And he said, If the Syrians are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will come and help you. Be of good courage and let us be courageous for our people and for for our cities of God. And may the Lord do what seems good to him. So Joab and the people who were with him drew near to the battle against the Syrians, and they fled before them. And when the Ammonites saw that the Syrians had fled, they likewise fled before Abishah and entered the city. Then Joab returned from fighting against the Ammonites and came to Jerusalem. But when the Syrians saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they gathered themselves together. And Hadadezer sent and brought out the Syrians who were beyond the Euphrates. They came to Helam with Shobach, the commander of the army of Hadadezer, at their head. And when it was told David, he gathered all Israel together and crossed the Jordan and came to Helam. The Syrians arrayed themselves against David and fought with him. And the Syrians fled before Israel, and David killed the Syrians, the men of 700 chariots and 40,000 horsemen, and wounded Shobach, the commander of their army, so that he died there. And when all the kings, who were servants of Hadadezer, saw that they had been defeated by Israel. They made peace with Israel and became subject to them. So the Syrians were afraid to save the Ammonites anymore. So you notice the intrigue of this story. David sends ambassadors and emissaries uh, to the king of the Ammonites. He sends them to Hanun to comfort Hanun. And then the princes confer with Hanun and say, you know what, this David guy can't be trusted. This is not some act of kindness. He is scoping out the city. These guys are spies and we need to treat them and we need to dishonor them. Now contrast this for just a minute in two ways. First of all, Nahash, the father of Hanun, shows wisdom in dealing with David. He knows what he's up against. And Hanun does not show the same wisdom and foresight. He makes a grave mistake that will change the balance of power in that area for a long time. He listens to his advisors and gets really bad advice. But before too hard on Hanun and those princes, just think for a minute, there's a little bit of truth to what they're saying. Think back how that Joab has been such a loose cannon. Joab, who is the nephew of David, has killed Abner. And then ish was also killed, even though David willed that he would not be killed. And so maybe word has gotten out to people that David sheds crocodile tears. Now It seems like David will say, well, don't kill this person or don't treat this person horribly, and then that person is killed. Then David weeps over it, but then does nothing to the person that perpetrated the crime in the cases of people like Joab. So there is some truth to this. Also notice, in contrast, the reaction of Hanun to that of Mephibosheth. Hanun rejects the kindness of David. He rejects it totally. And so we see they dishonor the ambassadors David sends they cut off half their beards and tear off half their garments. They embarrass them is what they're doing. Now people really don't know why they do this. This must be some ancient practice of shaving off a man's beard. A man's beard was something that showed his masculinity. So they're they are disrespecting their masculinity and David hears about it and says, listen, you guys just hang out in Jericho. You know, Jericho had been destroyed by Joshua. It was a, a small settlement at that town. It was sparsely populated. So David tells these men, these emissaries, just stay here till your beard grows back because he doesn't want them to be embarrassed in front of their countrymen. This would be a national embarrassment. David is angry to say the least. Word gets to Ammon that David is very mad. So they hire some mercenaries from Syria. Syria to be known to have mighty warriors. And so Syria comes to battle with the Ammonites. Joab hears about this and musters the army and gets the mighty men of Israel. So Abishai, the brother of Joab, and Joab go out, both of these being the nephews of David, mighty warriors themselves. They're leaders. And the Syrians and the Ammonites have a good plan. They're going to attack Israel from the front and from the rear. And so Joab divides the armies. He puts Abishai in charge of the army that will late siege to the Ammonites in the city and then he will fight out in the open field with the Syrians, and they rout them convincingly. Israel wins that battle and that war. The Syrians counterattack and attack the nation of Israel. And David gets word of that, and he musters his army, and he goes out and defeats the Syrians across the Jordan River. A mighty victory for Israel. And it changes the balance of power. Those kingdoms that were vassals to Syria now become vassals to Israel. And so David becomes more mighty in his power. He consolidates his power. Now, some things we could learn from this episode is David shows loving kindness, but the people of, of the Ammonites reject that kindness. They thumb their nose at the kindness of David to their own peril. And we know in Scripture, we're told that God shows us his loving kindness. God shows us kindness even though we don't deserve it. Think back to Romans chapter 2 where we read, it says, Do you presume or despise the riches of God's kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? Sometimes we see uh, God's kindness and grace as a license to continue to sin. But Paul tells us in Romans chapter 2 that God's kindness is there to lead us to repentance, to help us see the error of our way. So in a lot of ways, just as the people of Ammon, rejected the kindness of David. and Maybe they saw it as weakness. Maybe they thought David had become weak in some way. They rejected it to their own peril. We also read in Romans chapter 2, verse 5, But because of your hard and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourselves in the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. David, as we have seen, was a king who showed the kindness of God. In this respect, his kingdom anticipated in a shadowy and imperfect way, the character of the kingdom of God that is now being proclaimed throughout the world. In Jesus' Christ, the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, is what we're told in the book of Titus. The kindness of King David, which was extended in Mephibosheth in 2 Samuel 9, is also the theme in this chapter. And so we see the kindness of David mirror the kindness of God. God extends his kindness and love to us. How are we going to receive that message, the good news of God's kindness? Will we accept it as Mephibosheth did David's kindness in humility and subservience and accepting it as sinners in need of grace? Or will we reject it like Hanun did with hubris and a lack of wisdom? It is something to think about on this day. Well, I hope this podcast has encouraged you and helped you in your walk with Christ as we go through this amazing story of King David. God bless, and I hope to see you back again tomorrow.